WOLB Baltimore and WERQ FM HD3 Baltimore, celebrating Radio One's 42nd anniversary. Our Radio One family, our employees, their family members, our listeners, our viewers, our extended family. And serving the African American community for over 42 years. The views and opinions of the guest and host you hear on 1010 WOLB are not necessarily those of the staff and management of Radio 1, its sponsors, or advertisers. Need a little cedar on a marble stand And a good, good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of the Coach's Corner with yours truly, Coach Butch McAdams, featuring T.J. Smith. And folks, as always, make sure you support the businesses that make this show possible, businesses such as J&W Brown and their general contracting, full license service, home improvement business, serving all I repeat, all of your home improvement and renovational needs. That's both interior and exterior. And write this number down. They are black-owned. So it's 410-728-5000. That's 410-728-5000. We all need some home improvement at one time or another. And when that happens, don't hesitate. You got it. Or someone call you and say, hey, can you recommend a good handy person? You say, I got it. It's J&W Brown, 410-728-5000. And T.J. Smith, talk about the other wonderful business that supports this show. Yes, sir. That's Briarcliff Apartments. For more than 50 years, Briarcliff has been the number one apartment community in Cockeysville, known for having an extensive list of features, amenities, and community first. Conveniently located near restaurants and shopping, Briarcliff communities include one, two, and three-bedroom apartment homes. Many of those have dens, and you can call 410-316-1340 to schedule a tour now. That's 410-316-1340 to schedule a tour. And both Coach McAdams and myself are available. If you have a business, a small business especially, you want to help uh, sponsor the show and get the word out, I'm at tjsmithmedia at gmail.com, and you can go to tjsmithmedia.com and listen to any of the shows you might have missed. Okay, and let's start off with the rundown, TJ, and as always, during this time of the year, unless there's something really, really major, breaking news, Ravens talk. And Harbaugh, coach, what took you so long? (laughs) What took you so long to figure out your number one weapon on the team is your kicker? Now, yesterday he he must have thrown that analytic book away and said, the heck with this, I'm going to go with sure money. And I call him the human ATM machine. Justin Tucker, the greatest kicker of all time, Anytime you get inside of the 
50-yard line, this guy is money in the bank. Good game. Tucker won it. But, again, if you are a Ravens fan, you're happy you got the W, but you still have to be concerned, TJ, because we're talking about one touchdown the whole game. Well, well, Coach, before you um, get to your concerns, I want to ease the fears of the Baltimoreans because realistically, if we look at this game and you look at the analysts prior to the game, it was about how many yards Joe Barrow was going to throw for. It was about how much we were going to be chasing Jamar Chase up and down that field. The Ravens' defense showed up yesterday in a big way and a big name, JPP. A couple of tip passes, a sack. And to think that you have uh, Justin Houston who will make his return at some point or another. We did have a serious injury with Marcus Williams, number 32, if you all know him. He leads the team in interceptions, and unfortunately he's going to be out for extended duration. But if you think about the defense, and if you think about the air throw by Lamar, who we'll talk about a bit more with his game yesterday, in the red zone that was an interception, and that led to seven points, the defense shut down Cincinnati Bengals, the high-flying uh, Super Bowl representatives, they shut them down yesterday. And they played a pretty sound defensive game. And there were some offensive miscues that made the game look a lot closer than it actually was. I will concur. And Cincinnati, even last year, when everything came together, Cincinnati's Achilles heel were their interior line, their offense. They didn't protect the quarterback that well. And so, yes, I, I agree that that was the key. But, again, I think Coach understood the pulse of that game. He knew it wasn't going to be a high-scoring game. And he utilized the best player on his team, and that's Justin Tucker. And, Coach, and taking that for, for, for Ravens fans who are going to be a little upset that we only won that way, look at the Cleveland game. The Chargers tried to hand that game to the Browns yesterday where um, they actually went for it on a fourth and short, fourth and one and a half, from their 45-yard line. That's, that means that's something like five yards, Tucker's kicking a field goal. They decided to go for it. They failed. The Browns got in, in better field goal range. Their kicker missed the field goal. And if you also think about the point that the Bengals kicker made to give them that one-point lead, it went up over the upright, where if the upright was extended another foot or two, it would have hit the upright and probably wouldn't have been good. So that's how valuable uh, Justin Tucker is. He literally split the uprights on that final one. Oh, I and mean, the he's, one he kicked for 58 yards was just extraordinary. Look, I, I was surprised he went for it. Look, I have been watching football, NFL football, since 1961. And I've seen some great kickers. Mark Mosley here in D.C. was the MVP. But I've not seen a kicker as accurate and as strong and powerful of a leg as Tucker. This guy is Michael Jordan of of his position. That's how great he is. Winning ugly, if you're a Ravens fan, you, you should love winning ugly because that is how this team is going to win. This team is not going to win very many pretty games against decent teams. Mm -hmm. But this team has to win ugly. And when I say win ugly, because they've got three stars. 
Now, they maybe potentially one or two guys could be stars. But they have three really good stars. Tucker's a star. Lamar's a star. And the tight end, Andrews, he's a star. Those are your key weapons. And this team is going to win a lot of games where you're going to say, boy, that was ugly. But you know what we used to say? Two things. There are no pictures in the box score. And all wins are like airplane landings. I don't care. You can be in the air. It could be turbulent. It could be rocky. But if you land, it was a good flight, wasn't it? Hmm. That's right. And and that's the same thing about W's. They're all good. Now, Uh, let's go ahead. Go ahead. Now, now I wanted to segue into item number two in the rundown. And I'm surprised, and you're over there, and you're a media person, so if I'm wrong, please correct me. But a lot of folks aren't talking about this, and, and this could be as, as serious as can be. Tyke Davis, mm. the great young boxer from Baltimore, this guy may go to jail. Yeah, yeah. I think that there is a strong possibility that he could do some time. Now, put the meat on the bone for us, T.J., yeah, so so uh, this dates back to over a year now. Uh, Tank Davis was in a hit-and-run crash. I believe it was on Martin Luther King Boulevard. It ended in Washington, in, yeah. Washington, yeah, Martin Luther King, Washington. Now, man, right near the stadium. A lot of people know that area there. Um, and he bailed out of the vehicle, and it was a Lamborghini, I believe, left the yep. scene. And I believe four people were left injured, and uh, pretty seriously injured. Not, you know, just a bumper tap here. This was something that, you know, caused some serious damage. And um, there was a plea agreement that had been reached between apparently his team and the prosecution. The prosecution and the, uh, the, 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 the judge, Judge Melissa Finn, you might have heard her name of late because the Adnan Syed trial and how she released him and there was something else that she aired in and she's now since corrected it because victims didn't feel like they had enough of a say. Well, in this particular case, she rejected that plea agreement that would not have sent Tank Davis to jail. And now they're gearing up potentially for a trial, which when I first heard about this and I saw the extent of the damage, my my gut reaction was he can go to jail for this. That's a serious. And with them rejecting that plea, mm-hmm. I think that there is a, a better than not possibility. Now, how long is a different story, but yeah. the fact that he could potentially do some time is of concern. It has to be. And look, this guy has an opportunity to be one of the all-time great lightweight fighters in the history. Mm-hmm. But I've said it. The only thing that can stop Tank is Tank. Yeah. And 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 he needs to stay the hell out of Baltimore. And I think in large part he does at this point. And I think that that is advantageous to him. I believe he might live in Atlanta. I'm not 100% sure about that. But, yes, he's been, you know, um, in and around. And it seems that when those – when that happens, something else happens. He had some domestic violence situations yeah. that he overcame earlier on in his career as well. Um, we don't want to see this become any sort of pattern. So, um, you first and foremost, 
with anything. I'm I'm not going to be sympathetic to somebody because they're a star. No. My first sympathy goes to the victims, and I hope that they've recovered. And whatever the agreement is, they should be part of that conversation because they were the ones left on the side of the road not knowing what condition that they were in when he fled. Absolutely. Item number three. Here we go again, TJ. Controversy at a school. It was reported last week that a parent got into a physical altercation with a student or two at Mervo. Mm. What are you hearing? You know, I haven't heard much about this um, uh, except for that there was some sort of confrontation. It came out the day after. I believe it occurred last Thursday, and we heard about it publicly on Friday. And we know that Mervo's been in the news a lot this year with the uh, tragic death of the young man earlier this year, the first week of school. And I I, want to draw a little bit of a line to this for you, Coach, something that you may or may not have heard of. Okay. I, um, you know, I'm not going to try to make the entire weekend look like it was violent because it wasn't. But just across the street, we know Morgan State University. We actually, this is this is almost eerily similar. Earlier this year on our show, and what September I believe it was, or, or late August, where the young man doing security was killed, um, who was doing security at the apartment complexes where that are like dorms. Then we have the Mervo student. Well, there was unfortunately a shooting during homecoming, uh, during one of the homecoming yeah. events on the uh, in the area of the campus near the student center uh, service building. Uh, fortunately, that person looks like they're going to survive. But again, it's right across the street from Mervo. The homecoming weekend, perfect weather. Everything went down without a hitch except for this incident. And it just brings to bear that question again, Coach. What more can we do to secure our kids? You know, in this geography, is there something going on? Some beef, neighborhood area beef? What's going on? And then it also brings about a splinter question of we had a shooting on campus. We have a police station, two of them, right on uh, campus there. The Baltimore Police Northeast District is right there in Argonne. And then you have the uh, Morgan State Police. That controversy of the Johns Hopkins University Police where protesters shut that down again last week. Uh, because if you're in support of it, you can't speak because those protesters said, it's what we say. We don't care what you say. They forgot about the First Amendment works both ways. But That's right. Yeah. Problems, man. Problems. Yeah, and another item, and I saw this, I know you saw it, um, gubernatorial candidate Wes Moore had a past-due water bill of $21,000. Now, this is my take on that. I'm not going to put the emphasis on him not paying the bill or whatever, okay, because he, he paid the bill. But here's my question. Even in a year and a half, and I understand that Mr. Moore has a mansion, a huge home, swimming pool, et cetera, but I got to question the accuracy of that bill. How is it possible, TJ, to have a $21,000 water bill in a year and a half? Yeah. I mean, I mean you, could, you could have a car wash. You could have a water amusement park, and it won't be that much. How is that possible for a home? 
Well, you know what, Coach? That's been an age-old question here in Baltimore, and specifically the city, about the billing process. And here's what is – it's crazy because politically – it should be a legitimate concern. Um, these are just things that you look at that, are of, sort, of course, the public-facing ones and anything you might release, you take care of that before you run, right? So right. you look at this scenario, and I see more people upset with the fact that that exists. Like, it's probably a leak. It's probably a calculation error. It's more excuses, not because he's not the candidate of their choice, more because people know how long-standing of an issue this is. And from the fiscal side, for me, if I'm a government manager or leader, I'm wondering how many more people like this exist that we aren't collecting on that we should absolutely be collecting on. I'm not saying cut your water off, but there at least should be some significant notification made that you have this outstanding bill that needs to get paid because that's it. That's, that's, whether it's money to help repair the infrastructure or keep the water rates low, whatever the case is, it's just sitting out there dormant, man. And, well, that, yeah, and, and again, that's, that's another great point. Besides the legitimacy and the accuracy of the bill, but even let's say if it's accurate, how in the world can you let someone, as you just alluded to, I believe, TJ, mm-hmm. how do you allow someone to accumulate a a twenty one thousand dollar bill, and their water's not cut off. Yeah, it's it, it's 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 some it's some strange things with of how they can or can't cut off right. water. Mm-hmm. But the notification, and he paid it all at once. And the regular citizen couldn't have a five hundred dollar outstanding water bill and be able to pay it all at once right now. Just drop the money on it. It just well, uh, and, right, and 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 see, look. Here, here, here in D.C., we get our bill monthly, and I know some people prefer monthly, some people prefer the quarter, but I prefer monthly, okay? And one time, they did me a tremendous favor, and I was so appreciative of it. They gave me a call, and they said, Mr. McAdams, um, I see that your usage is a little higher than it has been. Uh, I suggest you check for some type of malfunctioning. And I did, and I had had a toilet Mm -hmm. that was running, okay? And it would sometimes in the middle of the night just flush on its own, okay? And I had had someone come in and and fix it, and, and that was that. But I just can't see. I mean, but how, TJ, just how is it possible how is a twenty-one thousand dollar water bill for a year and a half? How is that possible? I mean, even if you had ten bedrooms, and, and you know he has an in-ground pool. But this coach, we've heard the callers call in about the taxes, about their tax dollars. This is a perfect example of money that might not be going to the general fund. But the fact that if, if this exists in, a, in, in an environment that's managed by the government and you can't collect what is owed, we know we can go back and look at the Pendry that had like a $2.1 million, or the Ritz-Carlton or whatever, had $4 million, and water, outstanding water bills. The question becomes how much debt is out there that could be brought back into the city coffers 
that can well, address some of this aging infrastructure that, you know, we, we were just hearing about with the E. coli. But unfortunately, that credibility left the porch a while back when the vice president of the city council hadn't paid his bill in, what, a year, two years or something? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, it, it, again, I think more... How is that possible? I think more people understand it, and sadly, I hate to say it, I hate to use this word, it's kind of become a culture. I get to it when I get to it. As the old comedian used to say, I put a little something on it. <laughs> get to it when I get to it. So, um, it, and, and, you know, it, it is something that needs some major adjustment and oversight to ensure it's fair for everyone. Because even if you are delinquent and you haven't received notices or what have you, it's kind of unfair to be hit with a one bill one time and here you go, you got to pay it. But you, it, it has to happen, man. Well, first of all, I, I, I just, I, for me, I'm a stickler paying bills. Okay, I don't want to owe nobody. That's right. All right, and I just don't understand how people can just let things go. Now, and then again, I hear people complaining, well, now it's, it's once a month. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Whether it's once a month or three times a year, you still got to pay it. You still have to pay it. And I I heard that some people are going to have a protest. But here's my question. And, again, I defer to you because you're there. I'm not. Protest is fine. But what's the logic of protesting at Fox 45? I mean, can can you give me any logic to that? And especially when so many people complain, oh, they're racist, they're that and the other. So are you saying that if we go to Fox, they're going to put it out in the media? Well, hell, how many radio shows and, and activists uh, host of shows on these airways? Mm-hmm. Isn't that enough? Yeah, it's, 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 uh, you know, uh, it, it, the ebbs and flows of, of, of what outrage is and what gets it to a certain point. Um, that's, you know, certain people's thing and I don't knock them for it. It doesn't happen to be my thing, but I, I do understand it. And, you know, I think there's a, a fine line with reporting news and also beating a dead horse. And having a slant that is towards a certain group of people all the time. There, there's, there's, there's a line there. And accountability is necessary, but trust me, um, I know better than a whole lot of people. And one day I maybe will be able to tell that story. But I can't. I, I agree. I agree. Okay, folks, we've heard the rundown. 410-481-1010. We want to hear from first-time callers. We want to hear from infrequent callers. Hey, we're only discussing what we just ran down to you. You want to talk about the Ravens, we can. You want to talk about Tank Davis, we can. You want to talk about the water bills, we can do that. And the schools and the safety aspect. Now, also, TJ, and I think you sent it to me, I saw it. I didn't like it. Deion Sanders and Eddie Robinson Jr. 
Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, and, and for clarity, a lot of people might know the name Eddie Robinson from Grambling. This young man has no relation with him. Just coincidence that his name is Eddie Robinson Jr. He is the coach of what is that? Alabama State University, and Dion is the coach of Jackson State University, two HBCUs and the SWAC conference, and they are both doing a great job. But it was homecoming weekend, and. Eddie Robinson Jr. believes Deion Sup snubbed him before the game. So after the game, and Deion's team, which is 5-0, and beat him. Um, he pushes him off when he tries to give him the, quote, bro hug after the handshake. And then has a press conference going off about Deion, who does he think he is, et cetera. I don't think it's a good look. I think that when we do things like that, it is exactly what the perception that certain people might have about us is and it influences people's thoughts and i i I don't think it's a good example for the kids you have to be the bigger person and you can air your grievances at the appropriate time i don't think on the field pushing off of someone in a moment of anger is the right thing to do because you know daggone well if one of your players does that in a critical point in the game and you get a penalty then you're going to have a word or two with them. So I don't Well, it's, it's, to, to me, it's about resentment and jealousy. There's a lot of resentment and jealousy as it pertains to Coach Prime because a lot of people are saying, hey, this guy hadn't paid his dues before. He had never been a head coach. We have so many of us who've been coaching, and we didn't get the opportunity. So what? Deion Sanders has brought more money and more notoriety to HBCU football than anyone in the last 20, 25 years. Undoubtedly. Okay. And so, hey, ride the wave. Instead of being resentful, ride the wave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And and that's the thing, yeah, as as much as it – um, you know, you already know that Dion is a show and a showman. You know that's his thing. That's been his thing since draft day. This guy has been a show for 30, 40 years. It, it, Prime it, time. He is bringing a lot of attention. You know, th- this coach got upset about his son. Um, you know, how he, he said how well he played, but then he tried to make it look like it was about his son getting looks. I mean, let's be honest here. If Deion Sanders is having meetings with teams in the NFL about his son, no different than, you know, some of the top basketball players, his son's going to get his son's going to get a chance. And right. he has put a lot of other young men on a national stage that they would not have been on had it not been for him. So, we got to look at the bigger picture. Thought it was immature. All right, let's go to the lines and hey, you all know this is the fastest 55 minutes in radio because we don't waste no time. We get right into it with the rundown and then the call. So, hey, let's go to the lines. And, Don, you're first up. You are in the coach's corner with T.J. Smith. Talk to me, Don. Yeah, I always want to say good afternoon, gentlemen. How y'all doing? Listen, man, when we talk about that water bill, first of all, you know, I'm going to vote for Westmore. No question about it. No question about it, Coach. That's that Nuffenberger coming up one more time. But at the same time, Coach, you talk – you, you, I mean, we, we talk about the water bill and how, how, how the city pulled the go after people. But, man, if we go back in history a little bit, TJ, you might be a witness to this because you, you, you're from Baltimore, right, that – 
and it, these big companies in Baltimore owe nothing but some money. A and J still owe nothing but some money. Pay two point something million, they still over owe over five hundred some thousand dollars as far as the water bill. And they paid nothing. We're talking about the Baltimore City Zoo. Look it up. They owe nothing but some thousands of dollars. And so that's why I brought it up because because there's incompetence on both sides. Certainly it's incompetence on the city side for allowing that to happen, okay? Yeah, yeah, coach. And, uh, but, but it's incompetence on the individual, the families, to not pay their bills, okay? But, 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 but here's the other part. The other part is, Don, that whatever the bill is, it should be accurate, okay? And I can't see out somebody within a year and a half can owe or accumulate a $21,000 water bill. And um, well, I, thank I, I, you for call, well, my, but, um, you're, you're exactly right. Now, that's why I brought up the Ritz-Carlton and the Penn. Absolutely, yes. Had Good, their, um, crazy uh, water bills, and that is part of it. And you can, you can dispute it because there are so many inaccuracies. Nobody's going to argue with you about that. No question about that, and then I'll, then I'll get off with this. Make no question about that. Look it up. Pull it up. The companies in Baltimore that owe that have outstanding water bills and see the amount of money that they owe. I just did it, Coach, and I just named two of them, but there's, there's quite a few of them on there. Y'all have a good day. All right, but I, I still don't, don't understand this point. Do you? Uh, no, no. He, he, was, he was saying that there are so, still so many of the big businesses and corporations that have been called out that still haven't satisfied their bills. So that's the accountability end of it. We we can't write a newspaper article two years ago and call them out, and then they still have outstanding debts. Um, yeah, but that's the incompetence of the city. That's exactly. We agree. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to Teresa. Teresa, you're up next. We have a line available, 410 Talk to me. Good afternoon. I'm, I'm calling about the water bill. Um, my Well, I receive my water bill every three months. I am getting the same price monthly, the same amount I owe every three months. I'm owing every month. That makes no sense to me. And they approved this bay pay quarterly, but now they're charging us bay pay monthly. I don't know who approved that. Yeah. 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 That, that, that was probably something that was approved through the council or what have you to change the, the, the cycle or what have you. But um, again, it's something, it, it, these stories will go on endlessly. There's no doubt about it. We've seen, we've seen old women who live in their homes by themselves. And I say old women, because those are stories that stand out to me. They live in a house by themselves and there was a leak out front that was never repaired, and they get billed this $20,000, $40,000, dollars But if it's outside, that's not on the homeowner. Uh, well, it's, it's the pipe so, leading into the house that, that is on them, apparently. And, no. And, and they, they, it's known. It's known that it's, it's not their fault, but they get these bills, and some of them aren't in a position to fight this endlessly. It, but, but that goes to why you can get people not paying their water bill because so many people know it's not the most accurate system out there. But that's not the way to so do how it. How do we fix this? How do we fix this? And is it going to take another 10 to 20 years before somebody put their foot down and say, we get a lot of charges. The taxes that I pay for my house in the city is outrageous. Yes. Yeah. 
and you yeah. and, 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 and now you want me to pay for a paper bag every time I go to the market. It's they're, they're juicing us. And, I mean, and you know what? With, with the with the taxes, you're absolutely right. And that's why you had eight years, or one of the reasons why you had eight years of Larry Hogan, because of the taxes. O'Malley taxed the, the citizens of Maryland. He, what did he have? A rain tax? It was so many taxes, and and the people were were tired of it. So that's, that's what you're absolutely correct. Water runoff. But yep. Yeah. All right. Thank last you. Last I checked, the rain belonged to God. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, 410-481-1010, line open. First-time callers, infrequent callers, you know what we're talking about, so bring it to us. Let's go to James. James, you're up next. Yeah, how y'all doing, man? My man. What's more in the water bill? Now, you have a person who's getting ready to run for the highest office, political office in the state of Maryland. I agree. Have a $21,000 water bill. Not a 2000 not a 5000 not a $10,000. $21,000 water bill. Don't you know that in this city, my grandma, who owed a water bill of maybe $600, had her house confiscated, mm. taken from her, mm. taken from her. Because she couldn't pay the water bill. The question to be asked is, how can a $21,000 water bill be accumulated, and how long has he has not paid his water bill? They say a year and a half. Okay, I think it was... not only that. Okay, a year and a half. But not only that. He may be in a position where he can write a check. He just did. He just did, James. That still doesn't resolve the problem. With him becoming the governor of the state of Maryland, he should say to us, I'm going to pay this water bill, but I'm going to contest it, but not only contest it, as soon as I get in office for the citizens of Baltimore City, I'm going to have an audit done. And if not, a class action lawsuit. Done. I agree. What's I, going on, I, the, James? I, James, that's why. I, James, I agree with you. That's why I brought it up because, again, you asked the right questions, and he has an opportunity to really change this thing. Uh, the previous caller, Teresa, said, "How do we change it?" Well, you know what? This could be a blessing in the in disguise, but he's got to make a statement, and I don't know if anybody else. Is, too many other people are talking about this story. Yeah, you know, well, but, but he, he has... residential house? But it, or is it a business? It's, it's, what? No, it's his residential house. But again, as I mentioned earlier on, um, he had the ability to pay it off, and most citizens won't have the ability to pay off a $500 water bill. Thank but you. Because of all the problems that exist. Now, he did, it was paid off without statement or dispute, so it could very well be hey, we hadn't received the bill in the mail. We've been in this uh, race for the last year and a half. It slipped our mind. It accumulated this amount. I'm going to just pay it off regardless of whether I'm right or wrong in this because I don't need this chasing me around as I run for office. So that could be the thing. No, but but, uh, that's probably his rationale. But I agree with James' perspective. 
and that he has an opportunity. Very true. He has an opportunity Absolutely. to 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 really change this thing. To I'm really sure. and and maybe he will, but I haven't heard heard anything as of now. Right. Right. Well, that, that was my comment, for the call, man. and it's and it's and it's it's just not he can pay it, but you have citizens who have lost their homes because they couldn't pay. And thank you, and and James, you remember me going head to head, toe to toe on these these airways with then Mayor Stephanie Rollins Blake, saying, "How dare you allow people to lose their homes?" I remember one time she said, "Well, what do you want 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 us to do? Cut the water off first. That's right. Cut the water after a certain time and notices. Cut the water off, but you don't lose your home because of that." No. Go ahead. All right. Man. Thanks, James. All right. All right. Lines open. 410-481-1010. Let's keep rolling. Let's go to Robert. Robert, is this baseball Bobby? Yes, me, Coach. Coach, I can't believe how bad some coaching is in the NFL. Now, I'm not even going to talk about that guy Staley with the Chargers. It's no help for him. He's he needs to be fired. I've said this before. This this team is the, the the talent is better than the coaching. You know, yesterday when Cincinnati has the ball, first and goal on the two yard line, the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. You don't have to get fancy. If you don't get in, you kick the field goal. But the last thing you do is to try to run a double reverse at the goal line. How dumb is that? That's a play you run in the open field with that two deep safeties. And that's why a guy that can't tackle Cole made a brilliant play. He's in his zone. He sees the ball coming to him, and Peters attacks the ball. And then the idiot doesn't throw the ball out of bounds, but would bring it back to the original line of scrimmage. And, right. and they hit the 20-yard line. So he then, he doesn't kick the field goal, which would have made it 13-13. Then, when the Ravens drive was stalled, you know, like you say, Coach, Tucker is the best in the world. He makes it 16-13. Lamar throws a pick. Cincinnati drives down and gets a touchdown. But it's 17-16 instead of 20-16. And what makes it so significant about 20-16, to Tucker can't come on the field. They have to drive all the way down the field to get a touchdown. Coaching, coaching is so bad these days. It's terrible. And, with, with, um, and to, your, to your point, to your point, Robert. Um, at the same time, we look at the interception that Lamar threw. If he throws that ball away as opposed to throwing the interception, that's seven points off the board for Cincinnati. If he hits Duvernay or hits uh, Wallace, who are wide open with relatively easy passes to lob up and let them go catch it. That's well, seven points I, I I it, it is definitely – I think okay. the Ravens dominated the, the, the game offensively. They just didn't Look, execute. I, I think it's when you're going up against Buffalo, you can't miss those wide-open receivers. Because I watched yeah. Buffalo yesterday, and I watched Allen throw that ball perfectly through the wind on the money. Best quarterback. Best quarterback today in football. And, 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 Robert, I stand by my assessment, and it was very apparent yesterday, T.J., the Ravens are a good team, okay? They're a playoff team. But I have yet to see any evidence that the Ravens can beat Kansas City or Buffalo this season. Not what I saw yesterday, Coach. Absolutely. But I tell you one thing. I'm glad Harbaugh got smart this, this trip 
yeah, and, yeah. and use, like you say, the best weapon on the team. And if we didn't have Tucker, we'd be eight and eight, eight and nine team. Yeah, but, we we him. Him. but we got, yeah, but we got, but you got him. Yeah. So that, that, yeah. thanks, Rob. It's only one of him. Yep, thank you, Rob. All right, Rob, lose a line available. Keep them coming. Good comments. That's what we want. No foolishness on this show, because if you do, TJ, I'm the nice guy. T, TJ will cut you off. Four ten, four eight one ten ten. Let's see what Leo has to say. Talk to me, Leo. Good afternoon, Coach McAdams. How are you? I'm fine. And brother TJ Smith, you guys. Mm-hmm. Great show, great show. I just want to say, with regard to the double standard of water billing, commercial customers versus poor people in the middle class, I don't think it's incompetence on the part of the city. I think it's a conscious neglect of duty that warrants a grand jury, federal and state grand jury investigation. In 2012, Luke Broadwater, columnist for the Sun Paper, initially revealed the inequities with hundreds of businesses, big businesses, not paying their fair share. That constitutes malfeasance in office, as far as I'm concerned. That's a crime, and it's a continuing crime and we're told they can't correct it. If the infrastructure is that bad and needs rebuilding, and it is, the piping, the millions of dollars that have been thrown away uh, are, are such that it's a crime. It's not helping our city. They're not doing the right thing by our people, and somebody needs to go to jail or be prosecuted. My other concern is school violence. If we're concerned and if we are sure that a parent or a student has committed violent acts and it's a a certain surefire case, prosecute them. We've got to get tough. In my day in the Baltimore City Public Schools, we didn't have this kind of nonsense. No. Students were suspended. The, the, the superintendent of the school says today they don't suspend students. They just counsel them. No, when you violate the law and you attack teachers and parents and other students, you suspend, expel, and or prosecute. Absolutely. Thanks, Leo. Thank you for the call. Well said. All right, 410, 481, See what Mitchell has to say. Mitchell, you're up. Yes, um, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call, Coach and um, Mr. TJ. Man, the thing about Westmore, it just seemed like it's, it's just arrogance. And just like one off a call and mention about what happened with the Mosby's and the water bill. And I've been a longtime citizen of this city and been fighting these water bills. And I used to work in making environmental equipment. And the thing when TJ mentioned about the money for the infrastructure, but the thing is, if you don't get the money from these corporations, like I used to work for North and Southern Railroad, I heard they never paid their bill. Bethlehem Steel, Baltimore City Zoo, they forgave them their $2 million bill, but they will come after a person like me who have a 58 or $68 water bill. And it's just, like Mr. Leo just stated, it has to be a federal investigation into Baltimore City with everything. 
Yeah, it's it's bad. It 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 really is bad. And then you can't have, as I stated, it was a bad look to have the vice president. Well, not the vice president. Excuse me, the president of the city council. It was reported he had an outstanding water bill. Come on, you can't have that. Yeah, I mean, let's let's put that in context, Coach. When we talk about the Mosby's. It wasn't just the one-off water bill that got people upset. There were the multiple things. There was a lien on the property, unpaid taxes. No, but I'm not. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the water bill that in and of itself. In and of itself, because if you are encouraging citizens to pay mm-hmm. to increase and make the coffers healthier you should be doing yourself you should be doing this setting the example yeah well but I, but i think I this, this exudes the problem overall with the billing the the pro, you know they went to the smart meter system uh some years ago lots of money invested in that that was supposed to correct the problem it didn't did it exacerbate okay. the problem i don't know but it didn't so mm-hmm. i think that the excuses are sadly just built in already based on the culture and level of incompetence. To, to Leo's point, I can't say that this is criminal right, Mitchell. because so many people. Yes, so many yes. People. Coach. Mm-hmm. Hello, Coach. I like to say I, I, it, it, is, it, it is criminal because when they come in after your home, taking people homes, messing up your credit, so forth and so on, and the attitudes that you get when you call down to the people that's working there and making you feel like you are a criminal and they, how they talk to you when you saying, I'm taking care of this, they give you this line. Well, do you do the Kool-Aid test? It's leaking. And I have to explain, I've done everything I needed to do to make sure I even found out from my brother-in-law who does building and maintenance real quickly. He, they, when they was going around working on the fresh water lines, they would set the pressure so high that it, when they when you first turn your water back on, it would burst your seals. And then they would have the pressure high where it would cause minute leaks in your house. So you got so much criminality, man, that needs to be investigated. The bottom line is, is done on purpose. And these corporations that's getting these contracts to do this infrastructure rebuild, they double and triple bill in the city on some of the work that they've done, i.e. the Back River situation. Thanks, Mitchell. Thank you. All right. Great, great contribution. Really good calls today. Let's keep it going. 410, 481-1010. Let's go to Diane. Diane, you're up next. Yes. How are you doing, Coach? And hi, uh, TJ. You know, um, that parent is arrested. She did get arrested. Um, there was fighting on this student and stuff like that. Um, and you and you want to know what, where the students got it from. They got it from the parent, you know. The, um, and you talk about the water bill. This situation has been going on for so long. Mm-hmm. The, the legislator in Baltimore legislators and this whole state of Maryland, they can do something about it because Baltimore County and Andorona County water bills are not that high, but they use Baltimore City water. So if that bill is not high, why is Baltimore City high if we're using the same water facility and everything you know it has always been a question and when i put that question before them when they have meetings to, uh different legislators they nobody can answer no one can answer if we're using the same baltimore city baltimore county and, and runner county 
Why are their water bills so cheap? Much cheaper. Say $39 they get. Some people get less than that, $26. Why is Baltimore City so high? Are we, are Baltimore City residents being um, over, what's it called? Because oh. they're picking up from Baltimore County and Baltimore and, and Baltimore County. That's the way I look at it, that they've been taxed for the ones that not getting the over zillion bills. You know, and then, like, uh, Mr. Dio talk about the corporations. They're not paying. And we should prote- be protesting about them not paying their water bills. That's why Baltimore City is in the poorest condition, because we won't make the corporation pay for anything that they owe. They even owe on gas and electric bills. But you miss a gas and electric payment. You're getting cut-off notice. But these corporations owe millions and stuff, and nobody goes after them. All right, thanks, Diane. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know what? This this has to be a a campaign issue locally. Has to be a campaign issue. Mm-hmm. Has to be. Yeah. All right, we got lines available. We got some minutes left, so you better pick up the phones now. Four ten four eight one ten ten four ten four eight one ten ten. Ali, you up next, Ali? Coach and DJ, how you doing? We're doing fine. Talk to us. Good. Coach, I'm the, I'm the one to always call up and Larry always say, you must be paying me because I always agree with you. You remember that? Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. Hey, Coach, then let's go back to the to uh, uh, Westmore. Now, he got a, a what, $21,000 water bill that he paid, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. Now, think about this. How long did it go on? Before he a year and a half. We, 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 we discussed that earlier. Just a year and a half. A year and a half, yep. Yeah, I yeah, know, but I'm saying, if he know he used the water, don't you think he should have been a responsible man to know that he has the water bill? Oh, yeah, I think so. Listen, and especially if you know you're going to run for, run for, for office mm-hmm. and the highest office in the state, you do your own opposition research, and that's something that you yes, there you go. Speeding tickets or right, anything right. like that, oh. and again, we don't know because he just paid it off. If this is something that he could have disputed because he didn't necessarily owe that much, because even if it's a year and a half, and you look at how much um, that that accumulated, that's still an inordinate amount of money. I mean, he lives in a big house, but he doesn't live in the Four Seasons, you know? Yeah, I, right. yeah, I agree. I agree, TJ. But the issue of it is that he knew he had a water bill that was 200 or 300 Right, he and, 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 and he didn't pay it. He, he, paying your bills, right. Let right. me say one more thing about that county bill. Everybody always talk about Baltimore County getting a $26 water bill and a $42 water bill. They don't realize that. The reason why they get such a low water bill, the rest is in their real estate taxes when they pay it. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. So they don't know that. Research it. The rest is in their real estate taxes. That's why they get a $26, $56 water bill. Tell me somebody who got a $26 water bill all uh, every month or all year, and that's all you pay. Do you really believe that story? No, no. Thanks, man. Exactly. Thanks. Exactly. Great point. Great call as always. All right, we're down to the wild. Let's go. Is it uh, uh, Nitra? Nitra, yep. Talk to me. Hi. Yes, I'm calling because I'm a, a Baltimore County uh, resident, and what I don't understand, and I did call down downtown to uh, in reference of the water bill, is that 
I'm receiving a water bill, but my neighbor that lives right directly across the street from me, when you do the research, uh, a couple houses, they're not receiving it. They're not even, you can't even pull their address up and see whether or not they're receiving a water bill. So the, the, the billing, the infrastructure is all screwed up, and someone needs to correct it. What part of Baltimore it. County are you in? I live near the White Marsh area. And yes. I, I don't I don't know the exact map, but I don't know if your neighbor is far enough away that they might not be on the city water where it it gets tricky just outside the beltway where it starts to go to areas that aren't necessarily on the city uh, water bill cycle. So if they have a well, they wouldn't be getting a city water bill. So it could be a reason that could be part of the reason behind it. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a researcher, but I doubt that very seriously. I mean, just as the same when I lived in the city, my side of the street, everyone's water bill was at least a hundred and something dollars. The other side of the street, each each month or what have you, it was set all of them seventy seventy six dollars. Yeah, I said, now this is this is impossible. Yeah, well, thanks for the call. And real quick, um, for everybody, I know we're talking about the the Westmore water bill uh, gate. Uh, but just um, understand that his opponent um, didn't see the people uh, scaling the, the building at the Capitol on January 6th. Um, he, he doesn't really care uh, from a racial equity standpoint. And he is also trying to disenfranchise people's right to vote as his lawyers are talking about appealing to the Supreme Court the opportunity to vote, uh, count mail-in ballots, before election day, so we don't have to wait weeks to get results. Um, and uh, Q and, and, and and you know what you just I just want to keep that in, in and, and yeah, and 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 you know what this what you just said brought to mind. This is just one man's opinion, and and I don't vote in Maryland. Okay, most of my friends vote in Maryland, but I don't because I'm in the district of Columbia. No, no DC. But you know what, TJ. If I were a voter, I would say, boy, I don't like these choices. This reminds me of the presidential uh, 2016 between Clinton and Trump. And I voted for Clinton. I wasn't excited. I voted for Clinton, but I wasn't excited over either one of them. If I were a Maryland voter, being a Democrat, I'm not excited about either of these candidates. I'm not excited about Wes Moore, who could be a tremendous governor. He could be, but I'm not excited about it. And I certainly wouldn't vote for Dan Cox. I mean, there's no way. So I would, you know, if I were a voter, I would vote for Wes Moore. But, uh, and, and we can hold him accountable, Coach. We can question. This is a question that he has to Well, we're going to. You and I are going to hold him accountable. There are going to be other folks on these airways that won't hold them accountable because they don't hold anybody accountable. But that's their prerogative. But, but, but you and I will. Yeah, but I think to your point, look, we have somebody who is champion disenfranchising the, 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 the Constitution, basically, that finally gave us as a lot of black folks listening and talking on these airways the opportunity to do that. And we, we have a person that's fighting against those uh, liberties that we and our ancestors fought so hard to gain. And then we have somebody else that is flawed like everyone else is. And yes, 
But what is this platform? I haven't heard anything. I mean, what what is what does he promise to do if he becomes governor? Who are you talking about? What's more? Look, I think that we we don't even have enough time to get into his platform, and maybe that should be next week's conversation. But well, what is his platform? Do you know it? We 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 don't have enough time. I'm not the candidate, so I'm not going to spill out his platform. But I know one thing: his platform is not this. I understand that. So so now most Marylanders are in a situation where we're not, you know, we're going to vote for Westmore because the other person running is is a blooming idiot. Well, you, you know what? You know, you, you know some people, you know, may may have that point of view. If that's the option we're left with, then that's going to be how it's going to be. But. I think if you take the time to listen to him and understand what is important to him, like infrastructure, like transportation, et cetera, et cetera, things that we need done, then it's our job to hold his feet to the fire to ensure it's follow-up on those investments that we need. And I would agree. No more taxes. Right, well, uh, you're going to get taxes. You're going to definitely get taxes. And, and, and he's and, and as I asked the caller last week, who called him a progressive lefty, I said, explain that part to me, because he's actually addressed a lot of that in a lot of his speaking engagements, and it has nothing to do with being a progressive lefty. And, and I appreciate his military background of leave no one behind and going into a crisis, going into a person dealing with a crisis, not worrying about if they're Republican or Democrat, worried about that they're human. And that's how we need to start treating people. What a show today, man. Excellent, excellent participation, excellent callers, some first-time people. That's what we like. Let's keep it up. And please support the businesses that make this show possible. J&W Contracting Company, and then the other one, TJ, is? That is Briarcliff Apartments in Cockeysville. Give him a call because these interest rates are crazy. Absolutely. Tune in tonight, 6 o'clock. Great show on my blog talk show, Coach's Corner Version, uh, 929-477-1209. 929-477-1209. Hey, Sean, great job as always being the technical producer. Hey, TJ, great job. And folks, be safe, be blessed, and make good decisions because life is hard. But you know what? It's even harder when you're stupid. Hey, I'm out. Peace. Got my sister Sandy and my little brother Ray.